second half, name that tune. So far, it's a hotly contested battle. Everyone has one. Someone might have had two, because didn't we do five of them, Kelly? We did four. We did four. Everybody we has one, everybody. Four. Everybody has one. Anybody's game. We've got a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. Name that tune. 80s and 90s, Church Shepherds. I know. Almost busted a vein on that one. Mm-hmm. Tune and clue, number five. Michael Gottlieb, who directed the movie Mannequin, commissioned these singer-songwriters to write this song for the wedding scene, scene of the film for this song, obviously, and sent them a script for the movie. The band's lead man said, I had lived with my girlfriend, Claudia, for seven years, and I had finally gotten divorced from my other marriage and was thinking of writing a song for me to sing and make a demo for our wedding. So I combined this task with my wedding song. What we thought of, what I said to my bandmate was, it's almost like they've stopped me from marrying this woman for seven years now, and they haven't succeeded. They're not going to stop me from doing it. And that's when suddenly the lyrics all came together. Here is your tune. Number five. Steve. Steve. Starship, nothing's going to stop us now. Yes. Wow, yeah. I'm like, boy, I feel like I can pick this one up, but I, yeah, I, I just wasn't gotten Starship. I wasn't sure if it was Starship or Jefferson Starship. Yeah, once or, it was in the 80s, it was all Starship. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she sounds crazy when she comes in, too, right? A little bit. And she is right here, yeah. Let him see what crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're crazy. Especially when you say, let him see what crazy. Just adjusting with the times. Steve has two. The rest of us have one. All right. Tune and clue number six. The bandmate who wrote this song got the idea when he was on a ferry boat and saw people struggling to keep their balance. The way they held out their arms and jerked around made it look like they were doing these weird Egyptian movements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm, I wonder what it is. I think I heard free beer first. Okay. <laughs> Hot wings. Just kidding. Walk like an Egyptian by the bangles. That's right. Every boy my age fantasized about Susanna Hoff doing her side to side eye glance in this. Yes. I was a kid, I thought it was walk like a magician. (laughs) (laughs) One remembers, though, it's walk with an erection. (laughs) Walk like a magician. Uh, There was... 
not a high school cheerleading squad in the 80s that didn't have a routine to this. Pom-pom cheerleading something. Yeah. Everyone had it. Yeah. Oh, nail the walk. Hot Wings 2, Steve 2, me and Maitland, the better number, 1. Yeah. Here's your tune and clue, number 7. This song started off on more of a personal level. The bandmate who wrote it said, I'd been through a lot of relationships that eventually failed and still searching for something that could really endure. And that sort of took on a life of its own as well. It became more of a universal feeling. I adjusted that during the recording of this song and ended up putting a gospel choir on it. And, you know, realized suddenly that I'd written almost a spiritual song, almost a gospel song. Sometimes you feel like you had nothing to do with it, really. You're just putting it down on paper or coming up with a melody that will bring the meaning of the song out or bring out emotion in the song, and suddenly you know what love is. Hot wings. Oh. You guys should really be listening now <laughs> for those, because Hot Wings is on my trail. Hot Wings. Uh, I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. That's right. Enough, Lou Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. Tune in clue number eight. This band performed a parody of this song during season 25 of The Simpsons on the Steal This episode. We see an overzealous FBI director in charge of an anti piracy going after Homer after Homer starts illegally downloading films and goes into hiding. The band performs a spoof version of this tune in an effort to lure him out, lure him out while he's breaking the law. Steve. Right there. Steve. Judas Priest breaking the law. Yeah. Another fun fact about this song, it features sound effects like the sound of breaking glass or a police siren. And since sampling didn't exist at the time of the recording, breaking glass, the band had to use milk bottles that they broke. A milkman brought them to them in the morning. And a police siren was actually the guitarist K.K. Downing using the whammy on his Stratocaster. Whammy. Stratocaster. I like I bet. That'd be a fun ride, though, the Stratocoaster. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I bet that's a thing. That's Strap me in, definitely let's go. a thing. Probably. That's one of those songs that I didn't know what it was because um, I wasn't into like early metal and stuff at that time. I was coming out of pop and like regular classic rock, and I learned it because of Beavis and Butthead. Yes. That's what I yeah. think of. <laughs> Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we continue and name that tune Smash It's from the 80s and 90s. This song is about a guy who loves a girl and knows she loves him too, but he wants her to show it by more than just saying, I love you. He's saying that if she would show him more affection and emotion, she wouldn't have to say she loves him because he would already know. Here is your team. After Maitland guesses. Night Ranger, Don't Tell Me You Love Me? No, (gasps) ma'am. Any other guesses before I play the tune? No. Here's your tune, number nine. Uh, Free beer. Extreme more than words. That's right. masculinity or something. What? Oh, whatever. It is very bossy. Like, you don't do enough by just saying that I love you. I need you to do more than that. Do more, do more, do more. I don't like it. Shut up! And it's all prissy and stuff. The rest of their music was not that. That was not the best thing that could have happened to that band. (laughs) No. No, it wasn't. Tune and clue number 10. The very first line in this song is a play on the opening lines of the poem The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, who wrote, Once upon a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. Here's your tune, number 10. I know this song. Yeah. Steve. Steve. Oh. Uh, Blues Traveler, Runaround. That's right. I'm like, I can picture it. I'm like, once upon a midnight dreary. Remember when the lead singer lost all that weight? Yeah, so he started wearing his hat everywhere, and they asked him why, and he said, because I'm not fat anymore, and I don't get free stuff anymore. Yeah, nobody recognized <laughs> how him. honest it was. Once upon a midnight dreary, I woke with something in my head. I couldn't escape the memory of a phone call and a what you said. Like a game show contestant with a parting gift, I could not believe my eyes. When I saw through the Trusted friend, did you humor me and tell me lies? Yeah, you humor me and tell me lies. And all I do is I don't mind. As we sit, so shall we find? And when the feeling of it still be here, but now without a certain degree of fear, well, what will be? You and me, I still can't see things. Oh, believe me, yeah. What a, what a great song. 